Hello, and welcome back to the Authentic You podcast. My name is Lanisha, and I'm your host. Well, I first want to start off by saying thank you so much that you made it to the second episode. You and me both made it through another week because to be honest, I'm surprised I even stuck it out to make it to the next episode on this podcast. I say that just because I'm always bouncing on different things at once and I don't ever really give my all to something, but this podcast is something that I see myself working on and just kind of continuing on in my days, so I'm really excited about it. The goal of this podcast is not about me, but more on becoming a more authentic you. So yeah, let's get started on the second episode of Authentic You. Today's focus is on mental health and I'm going to talk about reparenting. So when you think of therapy, what do you think about? Do you think about the long chair that's in a room? Do you think about the person asking, and how does that make you feel? That's just what I think of when I think of therapy. That's just how I'll always think of therapy. I just think about somebody just sitting there and taking notes and asking, how does that make you feel? For any diagnosis, I do recommend that you do see a therapist or a counselor. I am by no means any of these two people. Not yet. But I do recommend seeing a professional to professionally diagnose you. But not everybody does have these options. I certainly do not whatsoever have that type of money. This also goes into the type of insurance you have, the type of resources you're available to. By no means do I think that getting professional help or seeing a professional is or should be seen as something negative. However, going in to see a professional blindly is very damaging. I think it's great that people are opening up more online and sharing their experiences with therapy, their illnesses, their trauma, everything. I know for some it's very comforting to know that they're not alone. Things that should be talked a little bit more are how to look for a therapist and things to look for when you are searching. I just never understood why when people finish their therapy sessions, they say that they just finished and then it went great and then by next week they're seeing somebody new or last week when it wasn't even that good of a session, or that therapist wasn't even that good. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you have to pay for every session? Regardless if the session is good or bad, don't you regardless have to pay? I could be wrong, so just correct me on it if I am. I personally have never done a session, but I have been curious just to see how it works and my job does offer it. I had scheduled the appointment, I was ready for the day, and then when it finally got closer to me actually going, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna reschedule. I'm sure it happens. I am aware that therapy is super expensive. I actually have never sat and looked at the prices, but I just know that they are not budget level friendly on my level, especially for those who actually do need therapy and those who don't have that much resources, especially in the black and brown communities. Communities like that are limited to so many resources and I feel like it's never talked about enough just because it's the norm and just a given that those types of communities just don't have that type of access. The topic itself does get me upset and I know you can't really tell through the sound of my voice on here, but it's a really unsettling subject knowing that I'm a part of that group. But let us continue. So I want to recap what I just went over. You're searching for a therapist, which is highly encouraged. Do the research and try not to compare yourself to somebody else's situation or experience because we're all individually different and our experiences are so different from one another. So I have actually talked to a few people that have gone to therapy and they were just kind of sharing their experience on it. They were all different, but one thing that I did notice that was all the same, they were given worksheets. I won't be going in depth to what the worksheets were, but it was just the point that they were given worksheets. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that the worksheets were bad or not helpful in any way. It's also probably really nice for some people just because it does create that accountability. 
I'm someone who enjoys writing. Like, I just love writing. Don't ask me why, but I would just rather write a paper than do any math problems. I like writing, but I'm just not a worksheet type of person. So how can they expect to have the same results among everybody else and expect everyone to like worksheets and be able to get the same results? So you have your therapist, you have your counselor, you have these worksheets or whatever task you're given. You meet with them, what, once, twice a week, depending on how your sessions work. Regardless of when you meet with the counselor, you're still with yourself a lot longer than you are with your two, three-hour sessions with the counselor. I know when I have looked into the therapy sessions that were available to me, I was able to pick the type of counselors that I wanted, so maybe somebody that deals with trauma. You even get to see the type of background they have, so maybe you want somebody that's of your same race. There's a lot of different options when you're doing your own search. You can basically design, and I know that's really weird to say, but you can design the counselor that you want to see which is good because not all of us have the same background, not all of us have the same issues, and a lot of us don't consider these small details when looking for help. You want to be able to narrow it down to somebody that has something that they can help you with that you need help with, or maybe just somebody that can relate to you. Because at the end of the day, we relate to those who have similar interests like us. You can argue with me all you want, but at the end of the day, we feel most comfortable with someone who is most relatable just because we feel that comfort. And of course, it isn't bad to step out of your comfort zone and mix things up, but when it comes to mental health, we should not go in blindly. It's kind of like a student who majors in art. An art student notices the tiniest details when it comes to painting a picture. They know what brush to use, they know how to stroke the brush, they know what supplies they need. The art student knows everything down to the T, they know everything about their subject. Now a nursing student who only studies nursing, knows about the body, knows about chemistry, knows about all these tiny other little details. These two separate subjects each serve their own purpose, just like everybody else who has their own purpose. So the people who benefit from their therapy sessions are the people who go in with intention. I necessarily can't relate to somebody who hasn't experienced trauma, verbal abuse, neglect, PTSD, or depression. It's good to just be aware. Just know what your reason is for being there in the first place. It's always good to get professional help, but going in with an intention and having these small little tips can help make better decisions in your search. Topics like these are just never talked about enough in schools, they're never brought up in a household, they're just never brought up in general when someone is in the process of looking for help. So just have intention when you are going to get help. When you're doing your research, it's important to be very self-aware. You know yourself more than anybody else, which leads me to the focus on reparenting. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you've seen the word somewhere, maybe you kind of know what it is. Well, the exact definition of it is really long, which I'm not going to even bother to say. I just like to keep it simple. So reparenting, in short, is just basically giving yourself what you didn't get as a child. And this goes for parents, grandparents, or whoever was your guardian. I'll use an example that maybe you didn't grow up having the healthiest foods. I know for me, growing up in a Hispanic household, my grandma always, and I mean always, had carne asada. I had the frijoles, the queso fresco, tortillas, you name it. Ugh, and I always had sangria, either sangria or jarritos. The lime one was my favorite for the jarritos. And if you know, you know. My grandma always kept me and my cousins always well-fed. Even my friends, to be honest. I remember they would come over after school with me and just my grandma would feed them. And so reparenting is very crucial and I think that's where you should start. Actually, it's not more I think you should start, it's more like that's where you should start. And that's why now looking back as an adult, 
you tell yourself, when I have kids or when I have other people in my life, I'm going to do this. Most parents, maybe not all, I don't know, but most of the time, they always want what's better for their kid. It's just a given. They want to give their kids the best toys. They want to take them on the best trips. They want them to go to the best schools. They normally, in general, want what's best. And of course, as an adult, you learn from your mistakes and just want to provide better, give better, and have your child have other options than what you did. But then time goes on and you're raising a family, you're living your life, and you're doing your own thing, and then stuff in our life starts to happen. Things like relationship problems, health problems, or even experience a loved one who has passed. These are very deep conversations, but I think that it should bring awareness to how we approach and handle certain situations when we're looking for help or looking at different resources available to us. Because some of us are carrying all that weight of trauma, abuse, neglect, and any other type of disorder that we may have. It's a lot of heavy weight that a lot of us carry over the years. Some people even turn a blind eye and just never acknowledge their past again. And it's always encouraged to never look back because you're not going in the past. Move forward, keep going, don't look back. And it's true. If you don't want to be in your past, you don't want to relive anything, obviously move forward. But then what happens with all that weight you're carrying? It wasn't until the pandemic of 2020 that people started to really acknowledge mental health. So with understanding reparenting and applying it to your life, you're able to do things more with intention. So I bring up my grandma's cooking just because I know it wasn't the healthiest. I know it wasn't healthy but I was still grubbing because it was good. And as a kid, I mean, you can't really afford your own groceries or go to the store when you feel like it or go grab something to eat. You eat whatever was given to you. But as an adult now, many years later, which literally last year, I was able to make healthier choices for myself. And so reparenting is just unlearning things and basically relearning them for yourselves and giving them to yourself. But it all has to start with you. Because we're so focused on giving other people these things, we don't really necessarily focus on ourselves too much. I show up for myself even in the smallest ways, just like how you do. You wake up early, you get that workout in, you get a head start on work or that assignment that's due, you spend less time on social media, and instead you use that time to focus on a project you've been putting off. These small actions, you're showing up for yourself and I don't think we acknowledge them enough. If you set the intentions on what you're doing, it's different than you just going blindly throughout your day. We all have different goals, different days. Our routines are so different, which is why the podcast is focused on authentic you because we show up for ourselves, not somebody else. We show up for ourselves, which is why reparenting is focused on you and only you. Reparenting sounds so selfish. Just thinking about it makes us feel like I really shouldn't be focusing on myself but we really should. Having boundaries is important to your mental health and reparenting is very crucial to your mental health. I kind of just gave you an overview and a takeaway from reparenting in my own perspective. I hope this influences you to look into it more. And even with you looking for other resources, you can at least start here and know where to start. I'm just here to bring you awareness and how to learn to become a more authentic you. Thank you so much for listening to the second episode of Authentic You. Be sure to follow this podcast on Instagram at authentic.u underscore podcast. Thank you so much and I'll talk to you guys next time.